Hey everyone, welcome to Tetsuo Tells a Story. I'm Tetsuo. In respect of 2021 Memorial Day, this episode theme is Paranormal or Bizarre Experiences by Folks in the Military. Now, a moment of silence to honor our vets before we transition into the stories. Thank you. Now please enjoy this episode titled Six True Bizarre Military Horror Stories. <laughs> Story 1 Okay, so to set the scene, I had gotten out of the military and was living with my sister and her husband along with their two kids in North Carolina. They also had a bulldog named Diesel. If I remember correctly, when they first moved there, behind the house was a random cross on top of a bunch of piled rocks, which gave me a feeling that the place was haunted, and of course, it was. I've had experienced a lot of things before, especially my experiences in the military. Even though I knew I had experienced some things in the house before, it never bothered me to think about them while coming back from the military since it's been about four years. I would go to sleep and wake up normal and everything was fine. Then one night, I woke up because I thought I was hearing someone cry. I opened my eyes and while still half asleep, I saw a black shadow sitting right next to me on my bed. With my eyes squinting, I made out that the shadow was in the form of a dog, so I reached out my hand to pat its head. Diesel? Diesel, is that you? I asked, while already falling back asleep. As my hand slowly dropped down from the dog's head, I suddenly feel something else, like another head right under the dog. Then all of a sudden, I was like, Wait, what the heck? I reached back up and I felt the dog's head and then reached right beneath the dog and again I felt that other head. This time I was certain there was something sitting or laying right under the dog. I freaked out and I sat up moving myself to the corner of the bed. I saw a naked brown skinned figure in the form of a little girl emerge as my dog running out of the room. The little girl crawled off the bed and just stood there beside my bed staring straight at me. I held my breath and my whole body in a flash started sweating. I was thinking to myself, this is it. I am going to die. In just a matter of seconds, but what seemed like minutes. The little girl jumps on my bed and crawls straight at me like a freaking spider. I freaked out so hard, I managed to crawl out past her and ran to my door where the light switches were. I looked back towards my bed. The little girl was still sitting in the crawling position with her head staring directly at me. I told myself, as soon as I turn on this light, it will disappear. 
I hit the light switch and BAM! The little girl was still there. I, at this point, didn't really care much anymore. I was prepared to die and get things over with. Then I noticed that I haven't taken a good look at its face. It was my freaking niece. I was like, Vivian, what are you doing in uncle's room? She looked at me and started crying. She was like, I'm scared. I thought to myself, you think you were scared? But anyhow, I had to be the tough guy and walk to her and picked her up and told her that everything was okay. She was only wearing her underwears too. It was hilarious how she told me I scared her. She was probably freaked out at how I acted, but yeah, she has no clue how much she scared me. Story 2 The spooky incident happened to me back when I served in the military in Laos. The North Vietnamese Army NVA, were on the offense and we were being mortared by the North Vietnamese Army. So we had to get into a better defensive area. Once we retreated into a better area, my group and I started to dig a foxhole. Once we completed it, we all took turns guarding in case the NVAs were following us. After I finished my guarding duties, I immediately went to sleep. I kept having a reoccurring nightmare that I was on a constant loop. And this night, in my point of view, I saw two houses. There was an old man to the left house and an old lady to the right house. They kept yelling and cursing at me to leave because they didn't want any visitors. They didn't physically harm me, but they did look threatening. When I woke up early in the morning, there was a weird flash of light and then it dissipated into sunlight, shining all around us. To my horror, we were digging our foxhole right between two graves. The graves were definitely old, as both mounds were already covered in green vegetation, and the piled up stones that were used as gravestones had moss all over them. Story 3 Okay, this is a story I heard from this one white guy named Joe while I was at basic training. During reception, for those who don't know what that is, it's a week of getting your stuff together, such as uniform, shots in the butt, eye exams, and so forth. So I was talking to this white guy named Joe, who apparently has been here for a few months. He's been waiting on boots. His feet are super thin. He told me this story, that a few years ago there was a recruit there who decided that he didn't want to be in the army anymore. So he thought that he could attempt suicide so the army would discharge him. Apparently, the recruit took his towel and tied it to the inside of his locker and tried to hang himself while on fire guard duty so the other guys that were awake could hear him and report his actions. Well, the other three fire guards fell asleep on their duty and didn't hear anything 
then an hour later, after not seeing any new recruits come down to do CQ, charge of quarters, which is basically being a drill sergeant's lap dog. The drill sergeant himself went to the barracks and woke up the entire platoon. Then when noticing that someone was gone, the entire company was awoken to do head count. They assumed that the missing person went AWOL. The next night, a few people were complaining to each other about foul smell, so few of the fire guards went to investigate where the smell was coming from. They all walked up to the missing soldier's locker and opened it. What they saw was a gruesome sight. They were all chilled to their bones and screamed out, waking everyone. The platoon guide rushed to the drill sergeant on duty to inform him. Soon, everything was cleared out. From that day on, there has been a few spooky sights. So Joe said that one night while the drill sergeant was shaving in the bathroom, the door behind the drill sergeant slammed shut and the drill sergeant screamed out like a little girl. Okay, maybe I was kidding about the little girl part. The drill sergeant rushed out and yelled at Joe, who was on CQ duty all the time. Joe responded by swearing that he didn't do anything and that he was sitting at the desk the whole time. Another time, Joe said that one night while he was sitting at the desk, he heard footsteps running. For those who don't know, the army floors are super clean. They make you mop and shine it at least once a day. So Joe was about to look up when he noticed a reflection on the ground running towards him. He jumped up to look, but no one was there. Now, this is my experience. My bay, the room that I share with other recruits, was next to another bay and was connected through a small hallway and two doors. In between these doors are where we do our laundry and our showers or bathrooms. So you open one door and it takes you to the laundry in the shower or the bathrooms. If you open the second door further down the hall, it will take you to the next bay. The bay next to mine hasn't been used for years for some reason. I don't know. One night, I needed to pee really bad. So I woke up and grabbed my flashlight and told one of the fire guards I was going to use the latrine. It is a military term for toilet and urinal stalls. So I used the latrine and I started to walk back. But I noticed that someone walked right past me. I turned back to look as my eyes were still a little hazy from just waking up. I saw a recruit in PT uniform opening the door to the bay right next to us. I didn't see its face, only its back. It sort of looked like one of my buddies, so I ignored it, and I thought he was just going to mess around. So the next day I woke up and I asked my buddy, why did he go to the bay right next to ours? He looked at me weird and he said, um, no, I didn't. So I asked all the other people in my platoon, and they all said no. 
so my buddy and I were scared at this point. I told him that next time if I go use the bathroom, then I was going to wake him up. I didn't care how tired he was. And he was okay with it, as long as I also wake up to go with him. Sorry about this long story, but this is only from what I've heard and experienced. Oh, I also forgot to mention, Joe said that our bay was right next to the one where the recruit killed himself. Story 4 I am currently serving the military in Iraq right now. I came here in 2003, right after the aftermath of the World Trade Center and the start of the Iraq War. I've experienced some pretty strange things. My team came into an area right after a tank armor cleared the area that was littered with dead Iraqi soldiers. On my team, there was another Hmong American soldier named Jer from Minnesota. As we marched through the field of dead Iraqis, Jer couldn't keep up with us and lagged far behind. This made the whole unit mad because we would be caught in the open field with no cover, so we scolded him. Vang, hurry the f up, man. After we made it to base, even with Jer lagging behind, he confessed to me, a fellow Hmong American soldier, about what he saw out there. So Jer said, Bro, I'm sorry about lagging behind, but I have to tell you something. I've always been attuned to spirits since I was a child. On our way through the field to base, I saw the ghosts of dead Iraqi citizens, children, kids and all. They're ghosts. They were tugging me and carrying me down. They knew I could see them. They're ghosts. They didn't believe they were dead. While some of them were angry, the others were confused about the mess that they were in. After I heard this from Jer, I told him to get into the habit of carrying crackers with him, as we always got crackers and dried bread with our MREs. My father told me before deployment to always carry some crackers or snack to appease the spirits of the dead, as you are the one in their territory. The next night, we crossed the same field to get to another base. Again, Jer lagged behind. However, this time, I see him take out some crackers from one of his pockets. He broke the crackers into various pieces and tossed them towards what I think might be the directions of the spirits. Once we reached base, Jer told me that the ghosts started to pick up the pieces of cracker and didn't come after him anymore. Story 5 This incident happened to me during my time in the Vietnam War. I got separated from my platoon during a shootout. As nighttime approached, it started to rain and it became extremely dark in the forest. I needed to find shelter, maybe a cave or some sort, just to have the ability to hide. 
after a few minutes of searching, I was unsuccessful. As I started searching again, I see a lady in a black dress pointing to a specific direction. I was spooked and I felt shivers down my spine, but there was nothing I could do. I was alone and I had nothing to lose. So I mustered up the courage and I went to the location the lady in black pointed to. When I got to the location, there was a large ditch big enough to lay in. I laid in this ditch for what felt like forever. Curiosity got the best of me and I peeked to see if the lady in black was still there. Instead of the lady in black, there were VC soldiers patrolling the area. I laid back down and waited until the enemies were gone. This is one of the most spiritual experiences I have ever faced because I was so scared, but at the same time, my life was saved. Story 6 I was serving on a military attack ship for three years. I still remember this from one of my first sails. It's the middle of the night, around 4 a.m. I was finishing a night shift and decided to go to the outdoor decks for a bit before I go to sleep. I went out, looked into the sea, and saw my grandmother's face. Now, my grandmother has been very ill for a while, and we all knew it was a matter of time. Anyways, I see her face in the water, and I think to myself, I think... I think she's here to say goodbye. I wasn't scared by the thought, just sad. I saw her wave at me in the water, kind of smiled, and then sort of fade away. I, very calmly, just walked back to the ship and went to sleep. Two days later, we got back to shore and I can use my cell phone. I call my dad and he tells me that my grandmother passed away. He then tells me that it happened around 4 a.m. two days earlier. I never told this to anyone. Too sad to. Thanks everyone for making it to the end of this episode. All blessings to our veterans, to those who are currently serving, and to those who have crossed over. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to my channel. See you all in the next episode.